Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Perimenopause Power. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Nat. How are we today? Going super. We've had a pretty exciting past week, actually, with our uh, International Women's Day event, our first one since 2020. Jam-packed, actually. Jam-packed week, just um, getting to the end of the week and having the wonderful day that we did have. Oh, it was beautiful, wasn't it? It was. It was really nice. It was really lovely to have a a cosy, beautiful, light-filled room with um, some wonderful women and the discussion was absolutely amazing. Mm, It sure was. And so International Women's Day, Day, for those of you who don't know, is held on March 8th every year and there's always a range of events and activities that are taking place across the world. And the whole focus on International Women's Day is being able to celebrate the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. And what we really appreciate with these themed days, Lise, is the fact that it brings awareness, doesn't it? It helps to start conversations and really just bring to light women and not just women, of course, there's, of course, there's a range of different theme days throughout the year, but it helps to start that conversation to then hopefully create that flow and effect of knowledge, awareness, and even change. Yeah. And I think um, you often will hear people say, oh, we, you know, we don't need a theme, we don't need a theme day to celebrate women or recognize them or, you know, all the things you just talked about. But we have so many theme days for anything. And I think the beauty of it is you you just stop and think about what that means to you. It can highlight different things. And for some, it can be the impetus of change that they might need for things that they've been thinking about. You know, you often hear life change, had a life-changing event, um, you know, in relation to whatever that looks like in relation to people where they head off and, um, you know, conquer some goals or, some ambitions of what they've been wanting to do, um, be it little or small, I think it's a great day to get the ball rolling for some and just provoke that thought process in relation to perhaps where they want to go, where they want to be, what they want to be doing. Mm, Yeah, for sure. And I don't know about you, but when we held our event, I had some really powerful conversations with women. We had a panel of five amazing women who Mm. shared their own take on the day and offered some top tips and their own personal stories. And just that alone, I think, really invoked some awareness and inspiration in a lot of the women that attended our event. And it's almost like seeing your whole vision come to life that that's what we wanted to achieve with this event and then to have these conversations with women 
that said, you know, you've got me thinking about one thing that I could possibly do just to support whether it's my health, my well-being, my life, my work, whatever it is, you've just invoked that idea for me that I, I need to do one thing. And, and that's the beauty of these themed days that, yes, there can be sometimes a bit of hoo-ha about them and there can be two sides to the story, whether we should or whether we shouldn't. But the fact that we can actually create some change and some action for these um, individuals is, that the theme day is uh, part of, I think is very powerful in itself. Hang on, Nat. I absolutely agree with you. And look, you know, and it's, it's been, if you look at it from um, even a mental health point of view, the different days that we have uh, through the year has most definitely, you know, catapulted that that whole mental health element to a different level where it's become more talked about. So I feel like you don't just need one day to ask people if they're okay. We need many days, but if there's one day that highlights as to what we should be doing moving forward or or at any time, it's it's done its job. It's fantastic. Mm, yes, definitely. And as women, we're quite lucky that we have quite a lot of different themed days throughout the year. Obviously, in Australia, we have Women's Health Week and we have World Menopause Day, which is which is a global day. Mm. And that's for us has been an exciting day over the last couple of years to really bring to light uh, the menopause conversation. But then we've also, with International Women's Day, been able to introduce how women can really come into their power and recognise themselves and connect with themselves. And, and we thought on the back of our event that we just share some of the things that you and I shared individually on, on the panel. Um, and, you know, the first question that I had to me was how can women come into their power? And, you know, something I probably share very often is listening to yourself. Mm. We are just so, so busy and I... I hate always saying that, and you and I have had this conversation, but the reality is is that we are in a world of hustle and bustle and go, go, do, do, mm. that we very rarely take the opportunity to connect with where we are right now. And I know that when you and I are working individually with clients or even when we're facilitating a workshop, we always get them to think about where are you right now? What are you feeling right now? What are you experiencing and, and what comes up up for you? And the key message I wanted to share on that day was that we have these ideas, we have these goals and these things that we want to aspire to, but we can't actually move or progress towards them until we actually know where we are, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what we're experiencing. And as we've said many times, Lise, our body is always talking to us, whispering to us, and we need to start to acknowledge those whispers because if we don't, it's then going to scream and our body's going to scream very loudly and at some point it, it could perhaps be too late or too far gone to be able to, you know, rectify any of the damage that has perhaps been done. But, you know, when we have the opportunity to connect with where we are, we have the best chance to really pursue our best life and, and give ourselves the best chance of being, you know, healthy and, and aging healthily as well. So that was really a key theme for me was just finding a way to listen to yourself and connect with where you are so that you can progress to where you want to be. Yeah, that leads in nicely to what I was going to chat about too, Nat, and um, what I chatted about on Friday is around um, the whole prioritisation of self-care that women seem to um, leave to the very last thing and uh, we need to prioritise it so that we can 
actually not just look, you know, it's, it's all about looking after ourselves, but then the people that we love that are around us that we prioritize over ourselves, we can perhaps look after them better as well. And as you know, <clears throat> I used to, I, I love the analogy of kiss and I've changed that around in recent weeks to keep it simple sister. Didn't really love the stupid at the end of it. So, um, you know, self-care is all about going back to those basics that we, we need to embrace to look after ourselves, to reach those goal, goals. And very, very focal when you talk about the screams, when your body whispers and it starts to scream. And that's often the time that, or the only time that women will actually think, oh my God, I feel terrible. I, you know, I just, I feel like crap. And what do I need to do to move forward to start feeling better? And it's a shame that it takes that sort of event to happen. And I talked about some of the ways that women can, um, or the, some of the basic ways that women can start that self-care element. And the first one was talking about nutrition. Um, you know, we know that women 40 plus that we, you know, we are working with are coming into their next phase undernourished and it's not supporting their health. And it's, it has a real knock-on effect. And, to how they're reaching their goals in life, be they big or small or medium, whatever. And that self-care also needs to focus around getting better sleep and creating a sleep routine that works for them. And that can be as simple as waking up and going to bed at the same time each day. And whilst the um, element of having a sleep in on the weekend can be really, really attractive, and I still do it myself, but I find that uh, you can wake up feeling really groggy uh, when you end up waking up at a different time to what you normally do during the week. So really, really something to focus off on. And then we talk about self-care and recognising the stress that's holding women back and really looking at some of those active elements or steps that really dampen it. Uh, and as you always talk about, Nat, when we do workshops, we don't ever get that stress down to zero, do we? We it's there and a little bit of stress is actually really good for us you know it keeps us humming along so it's just that monumental stress that ongoing um level of cortisol that's being pumped continually into our bodies that really um damages how we can can do life basically and movement i'm actually going for my movement after i finish this podcast with you nat and um there's a lot of power in moving our bodies and this is one of the biggest self-care elements that women are not prioritizing and it's having a monumental knock-on effect to our weight management, our mental health, our thought processes, our performance, and just how we go about our day. And there's this notion amongst women about what they should be doing for movement. And you and I talk a lot about this all the time. They get caught up in the shoulds that they think they should be doing from a movement perspective. But it's just about choosing the movement that you like to do, what works for you. And for me, it's I love walking and I love my Pilates. And I know that for you, it's you know it's your running, it's your marathon running. And I get I get a lot of joy out of just seeing how, what you accomplish with your mar marathon running. As you know, I'm your biggest supporter. Um, so moving our bodies every day is truly the best form of self care that we need to be prioritizing. So movement sleep, stress, and nutrition. So I think that's really poignant to really um, bring to the forefront on International Women's Day as a reminder of 
what you may want to choose. And we're not looking to say you need to do all four at the same time. Bravo if you can, but to, you know, just maybe choose one and, and look to start getting that right or reinvigorating that into your life and what that looks like. Mm, yeah. And they are just such powerful tips. And what I love about these tips too is that they're things that we naturally do in our day anyway. Mm. I think when we talk about self-care, sometimes we can get caught up that self-care has got to look a certain way or it should be this and it involves us turning our life upside down to, to look after us. But when you think about it, you've got to eat. You are eating throughout the day and cooking meals. So how can you bring more um, nutritious and, um, you know, bang for your buck, as you say, Lise, with the food? How can you just make that that little tweak and, and movement? How can you introduce some movement, even five-minute walk around the block to begin Correct. with? Just, you yeah. know, going small but um, committing yourself to uh, taking that those little steps are really powerful. They are, and and it's just a you know as we always say, it's just just start, just start it. You know, five minute work walk can lead to a ten minute walk, or you know, and we've had clients that have just loved getting back into some movement, and it's made a huge difference to their life. So mm. I think it's really something, and it, it is coming back to those basics um, and keeping it simple. Uh, you, know, you shouldn't have to be throwing your life all around or re re engineering it to to be doing something that you think you should be doing, just go with the flow and feel comfortable about the decisions that you're making that are the betterment for your health, but simply. And, you know, I will often say to clients that, you know, it's a meat and veg option at dinner through the week, um, but that can look so so different for everyone. But that's the premise that I use, making sure I'm getting lots of veggies on my plate, you know, good amounts of protein, um, some healthy fats and, you know, making sure I'm getting a lot of fibre through my meals as well. Um, that can be one simple thing that you start doing, you know, today. Mm, yeah, love it. So good. And then one of the final questions that we we had together was around it's great to educate the individual around what they can do to support themselves and to help them live their best life but then the system around us and I put system in inverted commas because the system could be anything it could be your workplace it could be your family network it could be in the broader community there's an opportunity and there's a real need that we have to also educate the system and we have to create environments that enable us to be our best self as well so we had to give our top tip around how do we bring about some change or how do we enable this this change um, on a broader level as well? Did you want to share what you had, Lise? Yeah, I, I, you know, I went back to those tips and I think um, it's really about work out what's holding you back. And I think you probably know, but we tend to brush it aside because sometimes it can be too big to change. So break it into small incremental amounts like, okay, what, what could I do? What small thing could I do today that has me working towards that goal of changing that around? What does it look like? So work out what's holding you back and, and just go for it. I couldn't say it any simpler. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I shared around my top tip being talking, sharing your story, sharing your experience, sharing where you are, where you want to be with, with family, with, with work colleagues, with strangers, just, just sharing. We have so many whispered conversations as mm. women, 
you know, out of fear of being too loud, too ambitious, too feminine, too masculine, too moody, too um, menstrual heavy or too menopausal, whatever it is. Yeah. And that lack of communication and talking is holding us back, not just as, as women, but holding us back as a community because people don't know what we need or why we are doing what we want to do. And if I can share an example within my family, a big thing that I've really focused on over the last few years is really just sharing and talking about why is this important to me? Why is me running a marathon important to me? What does that look like? And bringing bringing my family along for the ride. And I'll share an example. The other day I was braiding my daughter's hair. I'm not a very good braider, but I've been learning over the years. Yeah. And and that's what she said to me. She said, Mum, you really do try everything, don't oh, you? She's so precious. I said, I I do, because I always talk to her about just giving everything a go, just just trying it. So for me, it's talking, but it's it's also then walking the talk. And mm. people around you, they see it. Whether you think they see it or not, they see it and they appreciate it. And then they then look and say, Okay, this is important. I'm also then going to look at how can I make those changes too. So there's a real ripple effect. I love that. I I am. Um, I, I so it's 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 the bits that with your kids that you don't think they're hearing, and then you might be in the car picking them up from somewhere, and they're having a conversation with their mates and in the back, and you just have a little bit of listening to the conversation, and and they'll say something, and then you'll go, oh god, they were listening. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I know you and I often have this conversation. We're like, yes, they listen. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. Or, or I'll hear it from another parent and I'll say, you know, I picked up your son the other day and this is what, they, you know, they were telling the mm. other boys and it's like, oh, my God. And it's it's funny but lovely at the same time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, communication goes a long way. So. It does. But, look, that was just a bit of a recap from our event and particularly coming into International Women's Day this week as well. We wanted to just give a bit of food for thought on how you can embrace this themed day, not just for the day itself, but how do you then take that education and awareness into your everyday following that day? So a wonderful conversation, Lise. Yeah, as always, Nat, um, really looking forward to um, hopefully hearing from some of our listeners. Maybe drop us a, a note and let us know what you thought of the episode. Perfect. Have a great week, everyone. You too. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.